Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard here. America Fest Night 3 just ended. Jack Posobiec, we're here with Libby Emmons and Drew Hernandez. I guess, what do we call them? The special report? Well, well, Drew, we were arguing about whether, we, what was it? It's, it, what did we end up? Human Front Lines Daily. Yeah, I think that works pretty well. I think people uh, won't get as confused. Front Lines of the Human Front. Yes. Right, here we go. The human Front. Featuring Libby Emmons. Featuring Libby Emmons of Post the Postmillennial. Libby, just tell us real quick, and, and I'd love to hear this from Libby's perspective because, you know, Drew and I are with Turning Point. We're around Turning Point all the time. But what do you think of America Fest? It's been three days of just nonstop action, activity. Steve Bannon's dropping F-bombs up there on the that main That was stage. crazy. What, what, do was you, crazy. what do you think so far? Um, I think it's actually quite a wild and fun time. It's really pretty hype. There's a ton of kids here. There's a ton of people out who are excited. The presentation that Turning Point does just in the main stage um, is exciting. It's fun. The speakers are interesting. Uh, I like it. I think it's fun. Well, Drew, what about you? So you, you're, you're a mainstay at the events now. Um, you've been to Sasses. You've been at Turning Points. You've been to America Fest. What do you think is is significant about this America Fest? Well, I think uh, 2022, we kind of crossed a threshold when it comes to the family, right? We've yes. been seeing groomers being yes. normalized, the grooming of children, mutilating their genitals, and they're trying to make it not only normal in society, but acceptable and make you feel crazy if you actually have a problem with it. So what I've seen here at Amfest is quite the opposite. Compared to last year, I think we had more families and children here. I've been noticing notice that. There I've been noticing the strollers. All, usually it's just me and Tanya and the boys, and we're the only ones who have kids here. This time around, I've been, I, because normally when I look at kids, I'm like, oh, great, what, you know, what's my kid getting into now? Because when I see one at the event, and then I, every time I look now, though, it's not. Yeah. It's, there's all these families with kids here. And, you know, part of that, I think, is it's, it's you know, I was going to say this, I don't know what Charlie would think of it, but I said, you know, it's kind of like turning points growing up a little bit. And Charlie, Charlie himself, by the way. The way, yeah. you know, uh, was Erica actually, was here. Charlie said yeah. they had their first kid this year, so it's it's sort of like Turning Point itself is also growing up. Absolutely. I was talking to one mom, and she had brought her kids with her, and uh, they were playing with a bunch of other kids that they had just met, and it was actually That's really cool. sweet. That's really cool. Yeah, and you know, speaking to your point about family, I think that Turning Point is one of the places where we actually see conservative culture coming out. That's right. Um, and it's not something that we see in the rest of society. We don't see it in media. We don't see it in TV. TV shows, we don't see it in films, but we do see here at Turning Point that it's a place where um, conservative young people and conservative families can actually express the culture, express their values, and be seen doing that. So I think, I think that's, that's pretty cool. I, I think that's the great thing. Instead of, you know, exposing children to degeneracy, we should expose them to American patriotism and values. And I was walking in uh, earlier here to the convention center, and I heard a family, I heard the mother, she was talking to her kids, and she was like, this is a great experience for you guys. This is a good experience for every single one of you guys. And I think kind of we're around this a lot, you know, but young kids that are seeing this stuff for the first time, they're seeing real uni unity, real patriotism. It's like we're bringing back. Well, and you want to normalize to these things, too, because I, I've talked about them. And, and Libby, I know you understand what I mean when I say this, that uh, things like saying the Pledge of Allegiance, things like standing up and putting your hand over your heart for the Star Spangled Banner, these are our civic rituals. Right? Yeah, and, and these so are things that aren't even really in public schools it, anymore. It, you need to, and, and we used to do this in the United States, and David French, 
uh, was completely wrong as he normally is about when he said that uh, having keeping the Bible away from public schools are, is part of the blessings of liberty. Well, that's actually not true, though, because in American history, we used to open public schools in this country with the Pledge of Allegiance and then reading a verse from the Holy Bible. And that's just part of our history in this country. It has nothing to do with, by the way, the imposition of religion, et cetera, et cetera, as they always try to say. Well, the it's other just issue, part of what yeah. we used to all hold dear as a shared culture. Well, the other thing, too, is once you take the Bible away from kids, you are taking away their ability to understand a huge segment of Western literature. How are you going to understand Shakespeare without the Bible? How are you going to understand you know, so many of our great authors if you don't know what they're referencing? The great authors reference biblical stories. So even awesome. just in terms of an educational perspective, taking away the Bible takes away the ability to understand the history of humanity. You, you see this, that's a great point, because you see it throughout so much of, of culture that, you know, and, and by the way, and Drew, I'm sure you can you can name more than me, even, is we've replaced so much of higher culture, because you used to be able to reference uh, Greek mythology mm-hmm. or, or um, Roman mythology. There was an understanding that, you know, the names of our, the days of the week are based on the German gods, the Nordic gods. Sure. Um, and then, so, so many of references that we would have in our stories came from the Bible, but these days it's like people want to reference Harry Potter, they want to reference Star Wars, and they've taken away the great courses and replaced it with just junk. Yeah, right it is now, junk. It's just total degeneracy right now, right. right? Because, I mean, you take a look at the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon at the end of his life, the most famous wise man on the face of planet Earth at that time, and rich man, by the way, because God blessed him. One of the last things he said was to especially to young people, fear God and know your creator. So it makes sense right now that the creator that established this country, we're either going to turn to our father God or you're going to turn to your father the devil right now. So it makes sense they're going after this entire generation and trying to disconnect them from knowing God. Because once you remove that, you could put anything else in there. And right now, I think that's exactly what we're dealing with on a spiritual level in the United States. Well, I think what's happening, too, and, you know, I'll disagree with you. I don't think God's blessings manifest in wealth necessarily. But um, I do think that there is an issue where uh, worship of God is being replaced with worship of the self and the um, the celebration of self-identity over everything else. And we're seeing that all over the place. You know, trans identity is a big part of that, but identity politics in general is all about pushing yourself to be the most important thing. Even if you just think about pronouns, which are how people are meant to talk about me when I'm not there, the only way you're meant to, you know, the only way that we hear about something like that otherwise is God, right? Like mm-hmm. worship the Lord your God, right? He's the only one that tells us how to talk about him when he's not there. But, but and, and that, and by the way, th- this is not the first suggestion. This is the first commandment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not I'm the Lord first suggestion. That's but right. there's also the second part of, of that, which thou shalt not have any gods before me. Mm-hmm. And that means worship of self also cannot be allowed. There's no worship of God. There's no worship of man. And Ian Crossan was talking about this just a minute ago when they were doing Tim Pool Live on stage. But I think that's exactly what we've done here in the United States. Our new civil religion, we were talking Mm -hmm. about civic ritual, but our new civil religion is the worship of 
uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, mm. and it's also the worship of, and, and part of that's it's the worship of the self-identity. Yes. And so they twist around Well, that's why they call themselves freedom. pride. They're, exactly. Okay. What does the Bible say in Proverbs <laughs> chapter 7? God hates a proud look. God right. hates again, pride. And, and again, pride. Clearly. This, these, that's why they named themselves they've that. They've taken the seven deadly sins and turned them into the new virtues of our society. Oh, even gluttony. Yep. gluttony even gluttony right. with the whole thing like, Bo- you know, don't fat shame. It's okay to just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to eat all the Doritos right now. And that's exactly. an ethos, apparently. I actually have a belief, and I, I get into this every once in a while, that things that are declared sinful are also actual things that are just generally bad for you. Right. Right, so that, like, gluttony, obviously, that's unhealthy. Right, that's going to make it so you can't move around. But then pride, it still becomes a vice because, you know, there's these memes of it where, you know, oh, it's it's the guy, you know, the the Reddit atheist screaming, I can't believe you allow yourself to be uh, slaves to religion when the guy, and then then on the back, and, you know, it's not human events in front. front It's cool, by the way. It's good with the America Fest. It's, you know, it's it's Pornhub, and it's weed, and it's, uh, you know, like, like Barstool and gambling and all these different things. Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Um, Pride flags, everything else. And it's like, well, no, guess what, Dr. Fauci? You know, you have become enslaved. And then, of course, Marvel, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. And I don't necessarily mean to attack any of those one things directly. I mean, I I could, but at length. Um, But my point is they've become to, they've come up to replace our shared religion as as almost religions unto themselves. Yes, and they have also taken the place of culture. So it fragments our culture to have all of these different things. We don't have the same kind of shared culture that we used to in terms of, you know, everyone knowing their Bible stories, knowing their Greek myths, knowing all of these things. What do we have anymore that we can share references to? If you're having even just a casual conversation with someone, these are the things that people casually know about. As Harry Potter, you know, you say like, oh, what what Harry Potter house are you in? You know, what Hogwarts house are you in? These are the kinds of things people and, talk and I, about. I know, and you, and you hear this as well from our intelligence community where they're starting to actually, I kid you not, they're starting to talk about, look, go look at Ukraine, Russia, and then listen to intel analysts. They describe Ukraine, Russia, which one of the most complex, one of the most serious issues going on right now, they describe it in terms of Star Wars. They always do really? this. Star Wars? Because, no, they, 100% because they, Ukraine is the rebels and uh, Russia is the empire. And then I don't know if Putin's the emperor or Vader or whatever. But they they use this terminology and this frameology because they don't have anything else to reference it to. and it, Or the only other thing they would if it's not Star Wars is World War II. Because God forbid you reference any historical event or historical battle other than World War II. It, it's weird. It's like apparently nothing else has ever happened on planet Earth. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then there was Kamala Harris, of course, who explained Ukraine and Russia, saying they are big and so they are the bad guys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> what does she even do? Like, what is nobody Kamala knows? Even? She's a diversity hire, dude. She doesn't do anything. She's just there to She's smile there. and nod her head and you know give uh, you know black people something to look up to. But it's actually quite the opposite. She got three percent of the vote when she was uh, in the Democratic primary. She, when she, she won was, as many delegates as the three of us won, right? Which is zero. <laughs> zero. She got exactly. absolutely zero. I think we're. 
were supposed to talk about news later on the show, but I think we're just kind of ripping on on Dems and talking about God and demons. Well, I mean, Kamala Harris too, me. like you know, she. <laughs> well, is it weird we that we're talking? We're talking Kamala about Harris. we're talking about demons, and then we end up bringing Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel, and Kamala Harris. I'm just I'm just saying. Hey, well, you know, it's if, if the demon fits. It's it's if the demon fits. Yeah, we seem to have we seem to have gone in a, in a bit of a direction there. Well, the occult is definitely always weaving its way in and out of culture, right? I mean, we've. I mean, seen look at Balenciaga. People, Balenciaga. Right. Fascinating. Lil Nas X literally simulating himself getting sodomized by the devil. I mean, it's out in the open, and yeah. this culture is eating it up right Go now. Go look at that. that uh, no, it wasn't Lil Nas. It was the, what was the concert? It was Lil Nas X. Though. That was Lil Nas X. Yeah. That concert where it was obviously... Astro World. That was uh, Astro World. Oh, that, that was... Travis Scott. And a Travis bunch of people Scott. died yeah, at you. that. It was Travis Scott. That was people really... People were being yeah. killed. I'm telling you, that was demonic symbology, mm-hmm. demonic iconography, just completely insane. And there's no way you can tell me that that was not based... The, the paintings of Hieronymus Bosch, so many of these other things that we've seen, it's clearly occult terminology. And on that point, we are going to go for our first quick break, but we're going to come back and talk all much more about and we are back drew hernandez here host of frontlines i'm joined by libby emmons and jack posobic I want to let you guys know we are monitoring the Getter Chat right now. So if you guys want to do a Q&A later in the show, drop some questions, whatever you guys want to talk about, do it right now. I just want to say, by the way, to RavMod3, I do not apologize. <laughs> there it is. Shout out to RavMod3. They're always showing big love in the Getter Chat. I think we got some breaking news, you guys. So we do have breaking news, but it's it just like anything else in, in, in this world, um, it's... The media is already reporting this breaking news backwards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're breaking it backwards. So let me read for you the way that local Fox here in Phoenix has broken this news. And then, Libby, I want you to read what you have there. So okay. this is a lesson in framing. We're going to do this on the fly here in real time. Let's do it. Listen to this. Fox 10 Phoenix. A Maricopa County judge has dismissed most of Carrie Lake's election lawsuit. It's like, oh gosh, oh darn, dismissed most of the lawsuit. They're terrible. Wait, wait a minute. But then you think about it, dismissed most. most. Wait, what do you mean? If <laughs> if if you dismissed most, then that would imply that not all of it was dismissed, and therefore that would mean that part of the lawsuit was in fact actually going to trial. Yet that information is found nowhere within the headline from Fox 10. And in fact, as we were looking at this during the break, I even said to Libby, I said, oh, they dismissed the lawsuit. That's terrible. And then I started thinking about it. Wait, what does dismissed most mean? Yeah. And now, Libby, you look at how Charlie Kirk just framed this and tweeted it out. Yeah, Charlie Kirk said Carrie Lake will be going to trial. Ruling just came down. Two claims are moving forward to trial phase, and these are those ones. Chain of custody challenges and intentional malice regarding widespread tabulator printer breakdowns. So So that's a pretty big deal. Actual trial that is going to be going forward here in Maricopa County on this lawsuit regarding intentional malice Mm -hmm. with the widespread printer and tabulator breakdowns in addition to chain of custody challenges. That's a lot of votes. I don't remember the yeah. number off the top of my head, but there were a ton, something clearly within the margin of error would have been affected by these chain of custody issues. Drew, 
Why is Fox 10 reporting this so differently because from the way that Charlie Kirk did? They're propagandists, and they have to do narrative control and almost you immediately. You're, you live yes. here in Maricopa County. They, they have to run this narrative control immediately because they know that they've been calling Carrie Lake a conspiracy theorist, an election denier, and anyone else that comes out and Wait, has the same message. Fox 10, right? was that Carrie's... These people, was they that hate Carrie's everybody. own network? Was, was that it? her network? Was, was Fox 10? I'm not quite too sure. Let's fact check that. Fact right check, now. fact check. Someone fact check. That was, yes. yeah, that was her own network. Wow. So that here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. These people, they hate us and they hate you. So because they hate you, they have to lie. And they hate her because she's a turncoat. Exactly. And this is the other thing as well. They can't let anyone be proven right. Because if they say everyone's a conspiracy theorist and they're lying and then the truth comes out, that makes them look like outright liars and everyone's going to know it. And then it proves the ones that they slandered actually being true. They can't let anyone else be proven true because it makes them look ridiculous. They lose even more credibility and they actually lose control over people's minds. That's what you know this is about, Jack. They want to control people's minds by controlling narratives and that's exactly what they're doing right well, now. Well, controlling narratives, controlling language. And a lot of this too is about these, uh, you know, like the main mainstream media and the pundits, they think that they are right. And they think that it's more important that they maintain power so that they can do what they think is the right thing to do than it is to be honest and truthful. So they completely beclown themselves in the process of, of trying to gain power, um, you know, and then betray themselves. Really. I want to I dig in and here a little more because that, that means that, folks, Carrie Lake is getting a trial. Yeah. That's why Carrie Lake is getting a trial on this election. Uh, there's the 19-page motion, and then I'm, I'm here on Fox 10, and it actually does go through, and, and, and let's read. In the lawsuit, Lake had demanded Maricopa County hand over a variety of documents relating to the election. In the ruling, Judge Thompson ruled that Lake should be given the opportunity to inspect. And again, we're, mm -hmm. we're simply just reading the news here. 50 randomly selected ballot-on-demand printed ballots that were cast on Election Day from six Maricopa County vote centers chosen by Lake's representative. So it's random selections of ballots. 50 that were cast early, 50 that were cast uh, at marked as spoiled. Now, some of the requests were denied, um, and this is where Fox 10 has gotten forward this sort of uh, total, absolute psychological operation, backwards language of saying most of the election yeah. was, most of the lawsuit was turned over. But that's actually not true, because if all of it was dismissed, that would be a headline. Yes. But when two counts of a 10-count uh, lawsuit go forward, you report on the two counts, right? Yeah, Libby, you you're, you're an editor in chief. That's you know, certainly what I would do. If someone turned in that headline to you, what, what what would your response be? I would say, why are you trying to make everyone feel like they've been totally destroyed when wow. actually there's you know actual something going on here? And this is a big deal, I think. This whole tabulator printer ballot thing, I think it's really well, a Libby, big deal. Let's, let's let's let me ask you about that because I, I've been talking a long time that. If this had happened in Fulton County, in mm -hmm. downtown Atlanta, you would have Stacey Abrams and Al Sharpton marching up and down the streets of Atlanta every day. It would be the biggest story in the country. Mm -hmm. If this level of voter suppression of the tabulators going down on Election Day, and now again, by the way, they're going to have to prove actual malice here, and this is right. a very high standard. And again, I'm not a lawyer, but unfortunately I know a lot of lawyers. Actual malice means you are going to have to find, whether through subpoenaed testimony or subpoenaed documents, emails, etc., someone saying, we want to pull this because we are trying to affect the outcome of the election. It's going to be very hard to find a smoking 
smoking gun that says that. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, you had Stacey Abrams screaming about voter suppression in Georgia anyway, yes. even though there were like more votes in Georgia this time than ever there were had been before. You know, she's just going to keep saying that. And I think there's a real problem when you look at that, because what you have are people that are so married to upholding their narrative that they cannot... Um, they cannot report on anything accurately because they're always going to be looking for what's the angle to support my narrative. And, you know, that's something that I do. You know, we talk about this all the time. I think it's important to report on all kinds of things, whether you know, and, and say what's actually going on without saying, like, oh, it's about, this is about my bias. You know, you really have to watch that. And I also think that it's unfair of so many media outlets to not disclose their bias, to just pretend that they're objective when really it's Agreed. very clear that I they totally are agree with that. It's manipulating like, dude, the news. If, if you have a bias, just like be honest about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like just be totally open about it. If you have one, don't try and sit there and be like this holier of thou person that just doesn't have a bias. Everyone has a bias. But shall, shall we say day, shall we say Ben Collins? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not talking day, about anyone, are you, Drew? At the end of the day, we should be concerned with the truth. These people put the narrative over the truth. We all here aim to put the truth over the narrative and the truth becomes the narrative. But these people do the opposite because they know how these psyops work. They know how to control the minds of people. The perfect example is post-2016. Russia rigged the election with President Trump, and they were preaching that, and they literally took that to impeachment. They're still preaching lies, that. Which, by the way, apparently, and, and we haven't gotten to the story yet, maybe we will in a little bit, but um, these criminal referrals for, for President Trump over uh, Jan 6, which was not an insurrection and all this... Apparently, and I, again, I've been running around America Fest, so I, I apologize to to everyone out there for absolutely nothing. But <laughs> I, I haven't no been, had an opportunity to go through all this yet. Apparently, they brought up Russia collusion at the Jan 6 hearing today while they were talking about the criminal referrals. They, yeah, they keep saying that it's real, and it's just not this real. This is the wrap-up to me. Yeah. This is what Nancy Pelosi, with her dead hands, told us that she. this is how they operate. She yeah. said it's a wrap-up smear to just get them to say it over and over and over, even if there's, again, no evidence that's ever been found. If anything, Trump was actually exonerated by Mueller and by the entire commission, but after two years of which, you will never hear the media say, oh, the, you know, you could even accurately say there were questions of collusion which were later exonerated. Yes, you That's could say that. That's pretty next level. That's next level to me. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. one thing if you have like one lie and one narrative going out to the masses, going forward, accomplishing something. But when you simultaneously have two at once, when they're actually colliding with each other, still going forward and this public is just like buying into it. That's well, because this me. goes back to the whole bias thing, too, mm -hmm. because how long did it take for the New York Times or NPR or the Washington Post to accurately report on Russia collusion? And then they buried it, you know, to accurately report on the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. And then they buried it. You know, CBS News, I think, only within the past month or so has said, oh, we have finally inspected the Hunter Biden laptop two years later. You know, they don't report on stories that they feel will be damaging to their narrative. Mm -hmm. And so the public who believes the New York Times and believes what, you know, believes mainstream media, which so many people do, um, they don't see that news, yes. you know? I mean, I'll listen to, um, I listen to NPR's morning uh, podcast. I know, 
I know. I listen to the New York Times podcast. I want to see what they're saying about the stories that we're covering. And so often, they are not even reporting on the same stories that we're covering. I've always said one of the media's biggest powers is story selection bias. Mm -hmm. That it's, it's not even about the stories that they attack. It's not even about the smears that they put out. But the fact that they refuse to cover 90% of the things that are going on outside in the world Mm -hmm. that the power of their uh, blowtorch of the mainstream media bully pulpit, shall we say, that their viewers simply are uninformed. They're so uninformed. The New York Times didn't start reporting on the Twitter files until journalists were banned for doxing, and then they said journalists were banned for no reason. And it's like, you're looking at these things, and it's just, they're not reporting the whole story. They're not actually looking into it. It's like the proverbial, and and, and you're in New York, it's like the proverbial New Yorker who says, well, of course I'm widely read. I read the Times cover to cover. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm extremely (laughs) (laughs) well-informed. Or like those maps of New York and the world, where it's New York and then California, and that's the whole map. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's legitimate. That Throwing was on the cover the of The bus. New Yorker. Throwing us all under the bus. Ago, but, yeah. no, but that's exactly <laughs> how uh, a New Yorker or someone who has this cosmopolitan mindset starts to think. And, but the it's problem like is... liberal elitist myopia. And, and, and we, should, we should point it out, too, because the liberal mindset, thanks to the Internet, has now... Per, has now pervaded into rural areas. It's in schoolhouses. You can go out to rural Montana and find schoolhouses with non-binary teenagers and pride flags, things that you would always associate in the past with large cities. But the internet has outsourced this, and Libs of TikTok has been a fantastic documentarian Mm -hmm. of the things that are there. Yeah, it's not, yeah, and it's not just from that either. It's because so many states have requirements that teachers have master's degrees. And if you're going to get a master's degree in education, you're going to go to one of these universities that completely indoctrinates you into woke ideology. Coming right back, we've got another half hour for you. We're back. I'm here with Jack Sobic and Drew Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we're great. back. That was good. That was, was that the, that was like your that was like your uh, your like uh, today's uh, today's highs are going to be hello, uh, hello. It's be a balmy day in in uh, here in yeah. South Florida. Okay, you gave me two seconds warning. Do you I totally did. I watching. totally only gave you two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to bring us back? Why not? Oh, it's okay. America Fest. We're live. Sure. Baby. We'll I'll do it live. It let's go. Yeah. We're live. But no. All right. Let's get a little serious. Because, Libby, you've got the criminal referrals, which uh, actually I, should, I shouldn't say that it was serious because these should be mocked resoundingly. Yes, for uh, sure. These are a joke. It's a travesty. This was a show trial. Um, that, and, and I'll just say what I said on Twitter. Bring it, demons. Yeah, so the January 6th committee, they're set to uh, charge Trump, apparently, with obstruction I'm of an, so <laughs> obstruction of an official nice proceeding nice. of Congress. That's nice. And they're going to refer Trump to the Department of Justice for conspiracy to defraud the federal government, making a false statement and inciting, assisting, or aiding and comforting an insurrection. The thing is, however, that they have no evidence of anything. If they had had evidence of literally anything at all, we would have seen it. I, all I, we've seen is 
just rhetoric and a bunch of screaming no, about I nothing. Think, though, no, they're I'll conspiracies. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I, I, there is. No, I, I actually, there's one piece I would disagree <laughs> with because there is evidence of an insurrection. The evidence of the insurrection is called the Twitter files that yes. Elon Musk just released to yeah. us. That's evidence of an insurrection of the national security state working with their patsies in big tech to subvert the will of the American people, to subvert an election. We're now finding out that they were specifically told, they were warned in a tabletop exercise right. at the Aspen Institute that Hunter Biden files would be coming out. We know that they were looking at Rudy Giuliani during this time period. We know that they're always investigating Steve Bannon. And so is it so much of a stretch for us to really cut the crap? We know what happened here. They knew that this laptop was coming out. They called Twitter two hours before the New York Post story came out. They gave them advance warning of this because they wanted it shut down. There was no foreign interference. There was no foreign ties like the Steele dossier. So that's why they got the 51 people in. They made it all up. This was an insurrection. It was an intelligence coup. It was an intelligence operation that ran across. But you think it's just Twitter? Come on, let's be serious. No, it's all this of was them. going on. Yeah, all this is, all there's them. a Yol Roth at Meta. There's a Yol Roth at uh, YouTube. There's a Yol Roth at Google. There's a Yol Roth at well, Wikipedia is run by Yol Roth. Um, there's a, probably your Roth at Amazon while we're at it. DuckDuckGo. Well, we'll see about DuckDuckGo. Waze. You know, Waze probably has the old Roth as far as I know. Wikipedia launched, a, they put up a page called, I think, the Thursday Night Massacre. They called it the Thursday Night Massacre. It was about how on December 15th a bunch of journalists got a seven-day Twitter suspension. Oh, my God. We should hold purges of journalists every December 15th on Twitter <laughs> in, honor, in, honor, no, in honor of the fact that it's my birthday. <laughs> it, was, it, was the, it was the best birthday present ever, really. R.I.P. Taylor Lorenz and her R. I. P. Uh, R. I. Twitter P. account. So, so Drew... What are they really after here? Why are they doing this and why are they doing it now? It's like President Trump always says, they're not after me, they're after you. If they can do this to a sitting U.S. president, they could do this to any one of us. Um, we know that these three-letter agencies are surveilling the American people. We know that people like Snowden have exposed stuff like this. We know that those things have definitely come out. So it's, it's no surprise to me that we had three-letter agencies that were colluding with big tech, which is a huge juggernaut right now. We're in 2022, and I think America has to have some serious conversations as to what free speech looks like in the digital space, space but they don't want to have those conversations because they know that they will lose power. They want to establish what those rules will be. So that's why they don't even tell you what the rules are. They just enforce them behind the scenes. So I think right now they are continuing to try to control these narratives. And like I always say, man, if the deep state can go after these powerful figures, we're naming Steve Bannon, President Trump, all these people that get investigated and shut down, they can do it to the American people, even if you have like 50 followers, even if you have, even if you don't even have a Twitter account, they'll just come after you if you have the wrong thing. They're doing this in different countries. Yeah, yeah they're doing you it in say, the UK, for sure. Give us an example. Libby. Yeah, so there was actually, well, this is Norway. No, but I was going to say Norway is the yeah. big one right now. Yeah. Norway, there's a woman who's facing um, jail time for, what was it? She was like saying that lesbians have the right to be lesbians, She, she was saying that, uh, oh, shoot, I remember. It, but yeah, basically she was saying that lesbians um, it, Here, and, and getting it. into this ideology about lesbians and trans and being pregnant. Lesbians can't get pregnant, etc. Men and, can't get pregnant. And men can't get pregnant. Right. And, and it's not just that she was banned on social media. It's that she's facing actual criminal 
action. She's facing criminal oh, yeah. it's charges. For, it's for saying that men cannot be lesbians. Men cannot and be lesbians. And she's facing uh, three years in prison for saying that men cannot be lesbians. There's been cases in the UK as well. Of um, There was a woman who uh, posted on social media something very similar to this that, you know, uh, trans-identified males are not women, and she was questioned under caution by police. She was taken out of her home away from the baby that she was nursing and put into a jail cell, um, unable to nurse her, her child, who was obviously in need of her. So that's just insane what they're doing there. And I don't know if that's the kind of thing that's necessarily coming for the U.S., especially since defund the police was so successful and we have such low morale among officers. But didn't we recently have a military situation? I think I saw this reported. There was like a, a military officer who went to a woman's home to tell her that she had said something wrong on social media, and so she deleted it. I think it was in New Jersey. Yeah, wow. I can look this up as well. I mean, but when you yeah. when you look at the programs that have been run through our military, through federal law enforcement, through the federal intelligence agencies. And by the way, I, I say this as a guy who was part of the three-letter agencies. There are good people there. There are white hats. But the problem is they all keep their heads down. They're worried about their pensions. They're worried about their jobs. They're worried about their kids. They're worried about their paychecks, they're making mortgage payments. I get it. All right, I absolutely get it. But that's why you do need a movement, whether it's from Congress and then the Senate and then also going to the White House, where people will be able to come in, like Elon Musk did, and clean house at the leadership levels there. I've talked for a long time, I've, I've thrown this out, what, what should be done is, uh, so you know the UK, they have MI, MI5 and MI6, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when I was getting into the Intel community, I was learning about different um, Intel agencies in, in the Five Eyes uh, family, and I said, you know, what happened to MI1234, right? You know, why is it five and six? And it turns out, the story goes, that in World War II, it, it was military intelligence all the way out to like 1415, and they had all these different divisions, all these different departments. That's us right now. That's the United States. But after World War II, the UK realized, look, we don't have the manpower, we don't have the budget power for this, they don't have the numbers that we do in the US. And so they shrunk everything down into one agency internal, and that's MI5, and then one agency external, that's MI6. Now, in the US, you would have to say that in terms of, well, okay, maybe then we just have the, and then they have GCHQ, which is basically like their NSA. In the US, you would say, the way, nominally, that's the way it's supposed to work, is the FBI is internal, the CIA is external. We have all these other agencies, but I'm going to say it right now, that the way the FBI and CIA are currently constituted needs to change. These organizations need to be not just defunded, but disbanded, mm. and that if we're going to have federal agencies um, that are in law enforcement, this might be a little controversial, but I think what we need to do, we need a federal agency that's more like Interpol, and we need to re-empower the law enforcement abilities of the 50 states. The states can go after child trafficking, the states can go after narco, the states can go after all these things. And then you just have a federal agency at the higher level that's involved with, with coordinating, running joint task forces, this type of thing. You actually can do this without a federal agency. We did it for a very 
very long time in the United States. None of these things are in our Constitution. None of these things the founders thought that there was any purpose for. And there's really a way to do this uh, through military intelligence and through working with the federal, the, excuse me, with the state agencies that would be much closer to what the, our founding fathers actually gave us in the Constitution. Well, the other thing, too, is that the federal government is involved in human trafficking right now. Yep. So by keeping the border open, that's facilitating human trafficking. And then you also have DHS, right, Department of Homeland Security. So as soon as children come into the U.S. unaccompanied um, illegally, DHS takes and hands them off to sponsors. Uh, Drew, you could probably speak to this really well, but DHS hands these children off to sponsors, then washes their hands of, their chil of the children, has no idea what happens to them, no idea what the sponsors are doing to them yep. or with them or anything. And it's really a situation where the federal government is creating perfect circumstances to traffic children. They've basically legalized uh, human smuggling, human trafficking. The federal government right now, if people have never really been down to the southern border, you can watch it in real time where the cartels are on one side, they're functioning, really putting people together in huge groups. They send them over and then the cartels that are sending them over are sending them directly to our government. They're sending them directly to our guys. The border patrol that intakes them as an Uber service to literally take them into the United States and send them wherever they claim to have family or wherever. Well, and, that and, is the process. And real quick, we're, we've only got about two minutes left in the segment, but what was the big news that came out today, uh, Libby, in terms of the border? Yeah, so Remain in Mexico is uh, going to be upheld. The Supreme Court said that Title wow. 42, uh, which was the COVID-era poli COVID policy to uh, keep illegal immigrants from coming into the country. The Trump policy. The Trump policy. It will be upheld. So it was wow. going to expire on Wednesday. The Biden administration was really excited about this. They were planning to throw a lot more money at DHS, send planes to the border, and distribute illegal immigrants all over the country to what they call different processing centers, where then they get free cell phones and are released, pending whatever. Um, so yeah, now that's going to stay in place and we'll just continue with the existing total chaos and disaster at the border instead of adding uh, more problems. Well, that's, that's absolutely a huge win. And then another shout out, by the way, for the three conservative justices that were appointed to the, to the Supreme Court under yep. President Trump, the fact that they've remained a bulwark, a true bulwark, we need to take that name, that word back. <laughs> right, uh, let's take right. it back. Take back the word bulwark, because a bulwark for liberty against the provocations, as James Lindsay says, and the revolutionary nature of the left, because they are trying to change our country fundamentally. Yep. They are trying to do this through policy. They are trying to do this through lawlessness. They are trying to do this through inaction, through corruption in the agencies that we've been able to talk about tonight. But finally, you have conservatives in positions of power that are actually able to do something about it. Okay, so true. So, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the last segment, we're going to do something kind of fun with our with with our comments. The yes, guys, folks. get your comments coming up in the Getter chat. We're going to read them live. Q and A. Live. Uh oh.
Okay, this is going to be a little bit different, this segment, a little bit of something new that, that we've certainly never tried live before. We are actually going to go to, and it's the, it's the getter comments, right? Yep, getter so chat. So we're going to the getter chat. We are actually going to be doing live responses to the getter chat right here. All right, let's check it out. Let's see. I met Poso 2019, Women for America First. We protested Pelosi Nadler in the halls of Congress. We did. We went into Pelosi's office. And you'll be at TPUSA tomorrow. We'll come tomorrow because I will be speaking right before the end. Who's my favorite RAV host? Of course it's Drew Hernandez. Of course. Come on. Uh, my favorite RAV host is uh, Jack Posobiec. I By the way, I, I gotta say, I gotta so say, sweet. thank you, sweetheart. Uh, Ravmod three, you're winning me back with these Christmas emojis. I gotta say, I was gonna say me, me but that's a little too arrogant. Bring me back. <laughs> Do we got another one? Loving all the TPOSA. How does Drew maintain his beard? It looks great. Drew, how do you maintain your beard? I, I actually kind of just, you know, trim it myself, and I don't really professionally <laughs> does get Does Bannon ever leave his basement? Yeah, sometimes he goes to sleep upstairs. <laughs> well, sometimes he goes on Tim Pool. On, they, on no, he goes on Tim. He's out, he's, he's out here in Maricopa County right now. <laughs> Bannon, Bannon actually travels quite a bit. People don't realize. Why can't we register illegals as GOP when they cross the border? Because it's illegal. <laughs> I want to see Drew on a rant. Dude, Drew, do a rant right now. Right now? On, just on the fly? Um, well, you guys, America is under attack. And I think every single one of you guys need to know right now that the republic is being threatened. And we need to hold it down right now because they're flooding the border. And the World Economic Forum is calling the shots. Offshores. Klaus Schwab. Bill Gates. Dr. Fauci need to be arrested immediately. Let's go. Because if they're Let's not, go. these people are going to continue to destroy this country. All right. Was that too much for Excellent. you? No, that was good. That was good. That was very good. Spot ranting. I appreciate it. I respect it. Can we get? Can Libby get a show? She's amazing. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Have to talk to. to what would it be called? No, no, you can't because then because then I'd be losing my co-host. So no, oh, no. absolutely not. Uh, any signs of BLM Antifa forming at the Arizona court? Um, mm. I haven't seen any, but we're going to keep out. We're going to we'll, keep an we'll eye monitor out. it. For sure. We're going to keep possible. Uh, was Kerry, what was Kerry's strongest case and did it go forward? So the two that went forward, and we'll look into the eight counts that didn't go forward, but the two that went forward were, um, as we saw, the chain of custody and the issues with these ballots and the tabulation. Um, Love Drew when he called Katie a racist. That, oh, that was really Katie Hobbs, right? That's Katie Hobbs, right? That was hysterical. That was actually pretty hilarious. Twice. Well, no, I, I said it to Obama. That what, was crazy. What is your fa All right, they're asking for each of us, what is your favorite MyPillow product, Drew? Uh, pillow. The pillow. Libby? I really like the towels, honestly. The towels. Oh, man. For me, it's the, I got to go with the pillows. I, I really do. I know it's cliche. I know it sounds silly. I got to go with the pillows. I really do. Are there, like, MyPillow, like... Like head cutouts, like emojis. What like, do you mean? Like a Jack oh Posobiec emoji face. Jack Posobiec emoji. Do you, are you want to? Do you want to post a waifu? Is that what you're asking? Sure, why not? You want to post a? No, no, absolutely not. No <laughs> weebs. No weebs in the chat. No weebs on the show. Never ever. Um, what's this? Why do? I can't see that. Something about dropping groomers? your teas. Does that say groomers? Who's yes. dropping your teas? Jensers. Gen, Gen Xers, Xers keep dropping their teeth. I think a lot of people drop their teeth. I don't oh, think that's just Gen X. That's because I grew up in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Massachusetts. That's really what that is. Uh, hi, Libby. All of you are fab. We, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. Amen. 
I drew and when did they when did they remove the, the pledge of allegiance? So that's true. They're not saying it anymore at all. Oh, no, what's up, they, Beard they don't say Shout it in my son's vet. school. Sadly, mm, horrific. Was that the '60s? Jack is red pillowing again. That's right. The real red question, pillowing. folks. <laughs> the real question now is. Do you take the blue pillow or the red pillow? I like and that. look, I just gotta say, people say they say, Posto, you've been on air all day, you've been out there, you've been you, you are, are are you getting tired? Don't you want to take a break? And I say sometimes I do get tired. And sometimes I do want to take a rest. And sometimes I do need to relax. Here it comes. The kind of relaxing rest that you can only get from the comfortable yet firm my pillows available to you now at the Christmas deals for up to 80% at amazing. mypillow.com promo code POSO. Amazing. Very, that very well done. Thank do you, you practice well that in the shower? Yeah. In front of the mirror? Uh, no, just all the times. So in, the, in the shower, just in front of the forever. mirror, in front of my children. Sometimes Tiny and I will be eating and I just whip it out. I just straight up whip it out. The promo code. Posto, infections in China are doubling daily. Hospitals overwhelmed. Will Lunar New Year go on? We'll Ooh. see. We'll see. It's coming up this February. Lunar New Year? Thoughts on Ye, Posto? Thoughts on Ye? Okay. But I didn't know it was in February. Uh, Thoughts on Ye? Thoughts on Ye. I said, look, man, people have a right to say what they have to say, and they have a right to be right, and they have a right to be wrong. That's fair. Fair. Not exactly my cup of tea, but so many, so many things are not. So you know what? I, I, I just don't believe. Here's, here's my whole thing. All right, and people say, and I, I will put this out, and and I'm not talking about him. Whatever. They say, well, do you condemn? Do you condemn? Do you like it's a ritual? No, right? like it's yeah. some kind of ritual. And and I'm Part sorry, but what it did, I never had anything to say. I, I'm not even involved in that. Why am I going to go out and condemn every single person that says something I disagree with or or support every person? No, I'm not doing your ritual. Well, as you told me once, games, you don't anything. have to have an opinion on everything. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. You really don't. It's the no. excommunication okay. cult. It's okay if you don't have an opinion no, it, on it, everything. It's a cult ritual that yep. they want Take you to go Take your kids into. to Lexington and Concord. Great historical, fun, tracking, Amen. color, years ride. Every time I'm in that neck of the woods, I do go to Lexington and Concord because I love that. And That's I cool. love seeing um, Nathaniel Hawthorne's house, which is right there. He, was a, he lived at the Old Mats for a while, which is right by there. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great spot. Someone's asking, where is Navarro? Why isn't Peter Navarro at America Fest? We should have him. We should have him. True, Peter, you should come. True. This says, Poso, I met you and my brother Kevin at a Trump rally in Wildwood. I bought Kevin's oh, MAGA. Wildwood. Yeah, the MAGA, uh, the MAGA net. So, so Kevin used to do these, uh, they're like tchotchkes of little, like, Trump heads that he made on wood carvings, handmade, and then would sell them as magnets. That's really cool. What's your? I love your wedding band, Drew. What's it made of? Is that person's black? account named Stove? I was actually wondering what your wedding it's band is made of. Like, too. I don't like a rubber band, basically. It's a rubber band. Well, it's not a rubber band, but I like, thought it was like, like some sort of. Is that someone some in the account? Wait, 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 real quick. Do you guys see that guy? Stone. His account name is Stove Bannon. Stove, <laughs> Stove Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Someone Drew, is that your, Drew? Is that your Hawaii. sister who reports from San Fran? It so might be. Savannah Hernandez. It's Savannah Hernandez is a sock puppet account. Oh, that is Savannah Hernandez. <laughs> Great, if Drew, Drew, uh, no, wait, we actually asked that one. Can we get our political prisoners home for Christmas? Recite the pledge or sing the anthem. Amen. Amen. No, just seriously, the, we, you know, hard prayers. Can we give, like, letters or, or Christmas gifts or something to the Gen 6 prisoners? Is that possible? I do believe there's websites. If anyone knows of them, drop them in the chat. Drop I don't them in the chat. By, That'd be, we, should, we should definitely do a letter writing campaign for Christmas for the Gen yeah. 6 prisoners. I think we should do that. I think we should definitely do that for the detainees. <clears throat> 
yeah, right, just Christmas cards, thinking about you, um, talking about who we, stove from bridesmaids. What is stove from bridesmaids? I don't know what that means. Drew, what do you want for Christmas? Um, I want Carrie Lake to be governor. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> What's your personal opinion? That's your personal opinion about what you want for Christmas. Um, for me, of course, what do I want? To crush my enemies. <laughs> to crush your enemies. <laughs> what is best in life? Someone's Rumpelstiltskin. Why will no one answer? A bunch of people are asking about Navarro now. I wish Navarro I were here. I wish you were here. <laughs> ba- Bannon's on fire. Yeah, Bannon was dropping F-bombs. He was up on the was was hysterical. On sorry, was, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Wild. Wild. <laughs> he was. He sorry, was you got to do what you got to do. He was on it. And people keep asking about Navarro. I, 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 I don't have any information to send. Uh, Peter, if you're out there. Peter, if you're listening, come into the chat. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> come we'll say see hello. what's going on. <laughs> Libby Enemans, you totally add to human events. I love how Aww, intelligent Aloha you. from Hawaii. Hawaii. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Libby, we love having you. We do, I but people do want people do ask for the history break to come back. I love so the people, history people break. People have been asking me for the history yeah. break back. So I think we're That's gonna. One of my favorite I think things. what we'll do is we'll stick with Libby, but we're also gonna bring back the the history break. Poso, don't go Fargo on us. Where, how am I going Fargo? Did I, did I, am, am I talking is, in circles? Was it crushing no. enemies? No, crushing enemies. No, I literally don't know where Navarro Wood is. I would, I would love him to be here. Where's Raheem? That's a great question. Raheem should be here too. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's what I was talking about when I was making fun of the, uh, I said, Jerry Lundegaard, this guy is going to be, oh, you're, you're going to want that rush code in there. You want the true code there. That's going to be, that's going to be a little bit extra. I said, you're going to have to do it there. You're going to have to, what, oh, no, you know, they put that true code on at the factory there. So you got to pay extra. <laughs> Jerry, you told me that you could get me this car for 15000 You lied to me, Jerry. You lied to me. You're a liar. I like this one. Do you think Trump Ooh. needs to get back on Twitter? Twitter? I don't think he needs to, but it would be cool. I think, I think will. it would be great. I think you will. I'd eventually. be very happy about it. Um, do your best Bannon impression. Do you have a Bannon impression? I don't. I don't? do not uh, have one either. Oh, uh, you have Bannon impression. Bannon I don't impression. have good impressions. Jack can do it. Oh, Jack to, has have, good I impressions. I have to think about what to say. Well, someone was asking as, what my favorite Bible Steve. verse was. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, I will say that. that there's a there's there was something I read in the Bible. This was ages ago, and I can never find it again. Um, but basically, and I think I must have been reading a weird translation. But it said um, Jesus was saying, "Talk to me all the time," and I really liked that. It's somewhere in there. I can never find it though. Action, action, action. We must come down to understand. Our task and our purpose are clear. It's true. Jack Posobiec's promo code is far superior to promo code War Room. You want the up to 80% with promo code POSO. There you go. (laughs) Action, action. Today is, what is it? Hold on. I don't even know. Is it the 19th or the 20th today? Uh, I, I, earlier I thought 19 December was 2022. So. Yeah, you're no you're of our Lord. You're in the war room. <laughs> it is. It's the 19th. Drop the fire that? emojis in the chat for that one. You drop guys. the fire emojis in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> where do we Where do we find the fabulous new up and coming talents? Uh, um, you know, you know, it's a lot of it's just Twitter. Um, mm. We look around on various social medias all the time. We find people. Oh, we're getting the one minute warning. One minute warning. Okay, let's do this. So our first ever, probably our last ever live show uh, right. after the, after fun, the reviews guys. come in on this. We're getting a lot of trouble for all the things that <laughs> the we've, people will that we've speak. Said and done. Yeah, we're doing. If you want 
want me and Jack live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let your voice be heard. Well, thanks yeah, for having me. If you guys want us to do live great. shows more often, if you want, send your messages, send your chats in to Rav, send your messages to Turning Point USA. If you want us to do more live more often, we can. It would be in studio, it wouldn't be here at America Fest like this. But Liberty at TPUSA.com. Liberty at TPUSA.com. Send us your emails, send us your comments. We'll be able to. Drew, your coordinates. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Drew H Live and everywhere else pretty much. Libby? I'm on Twitter at Libby Emmons, and you can see what we're doing at thepostmillennial.com. Don't follow me. I'm not even interested. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.